right in there. I didn't yeah. get a fucking well, well, now we are. So now we're completely live. Episode three, running it down. What's going on, fellas? I just held up six, but episode three. Glad to bring you another episode. We got a ton of stuff to work on today. Kind of a different little format. So uh, let us know if you, you like the format, you don't like the format. A ton of stuff to get to, man. We got the start of season 10. We've got a comment of the week. We obviously had that skin winner from last week. Ton of other news, man. But before we do, I got to get to my co-host, Prodigy. Prodigy, how you doing today? What's up, guys? We're doing great. You know, we uh, had a best out of two games and uh, had one blunder and one nice game. So, so far, the season is not treating us the greatest, but not the worst. I can't complain. Mm. But we're super hyped for this new season. Super hyped for the people coming by, dropping these comments. We did have the skin winner. Ended up being none other than Poon Ha. June, June ha. ha, yeah, I saw that, man. June <laughs> yeah, Ha, June we pre- ha. And, and he was the comment of the week last week too. So yeah. we appreciate, you know, everybody that's you know kind of commenting on the video, sharing it, getting it to their friends. Uh, we do appreciate that. But June Ha, you got the skin. I don't know exactly what he wants, whether it's eighteen twenty, thirteen twenty, but we'll we'll work it out on the back end. Uh, I messaged him and told him to hit me up on the backside. You know, had me on Discord or something. So hit we you up on the backside. Relax. I'm like <laughs> underground, dude. We're not like gonna disclose it all on YouTube, right? <laughs> Bad wording. So we've but, got we've got season ten, man. Are you uh, are you excited here? I know I know you've been waiting for. It. We stayed up till about. We're Eastern time, so we stayed up till about you know one or two. You told me that the season ten was gonna start around then. It ended up starting at four a.m. So we didn't get it to till yeah. this morning. Uh, but yeah, man, are you excited? What's going on? I am stoked because after this season. Finally gonna get diamond, and I can retire and just spectate. I don't have to play anymore. We got nothing left to prove. I would like to bring you guys along for the ride, but uh, you know I gotta shed the weight and do it myself and get there and see you guys in the afterlife, man. So if I'm hearing this correctly, you're retiring from amateur play. Is that is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's the dude. We're calling it. We're calling it. I got a family. I gotta go do stuff. I can't. I can't be so focused. <laughs> so I had before we get on to the news, I had the comment from last week. So. We, we, we heard back from a couple of you guys, you, you, you liked the rolling images, but you didn't like some of the parts of the rolling images, so we took that off this week. Let us know what you think about the new format, but comment from last week is going to be from Batwood. So, Dank Podcast, guys, I was interested through the whole damn thing. So, appreciate yeah. appreciate that comment, uh, Batwood. Uh, thank you for, for tuning in and, and making sure that, that you get that comment out there. So, appreciate, appreciate that. Appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, man. So, but without further ado... Season 10, I'm, I'm super excited about it, so let's get into breaking news from this week, uh, and then we can, you know, move on. Yeah, we got Monday Night League was announced, and a whole new league format for how they're going to run this season. Um, they got, like, it all split up on the different days from what we can see. Like, Friday is going to be, like, focused on Academy, so you're going to have, like, a multiple Academy games at once, kind of skip through and see which teams you like to see. And it looks like they're going to have like one final Academy game toward the night, like a Friday night game or something. Yeah. Um, Saturday, you got four LCS games in one Academy, kind of, again, splitting it up and divoting it back and forth. So that way it's not all in one night. Sunday, the same as Saturday, four and one. And then Monday night, you have three Academy games probably throughout the day, if I'm assuming so, because nobody's going to stay up all night Monday to watch them. But you have two LCS games on Monday night, almost like they're doing Monday night football kind of a thing. Mm. So I think that's really, really cool. I think that's actually awesome. I kind of been waiting. You know, you get 
through Friday, Saturday, and then maybe Sunday they have a game, and then you're like, well, I don't know what to do for the rest of the week. <laughs> I'm bored. I like the I like this Monday night setup. I think that that gets it a little bit more. Um, I would say like notoriety uh, having having games on Monday night when nothing else is happening. Uh, sh- certainly, there's like other sports going on, but I don't know about the crossover there. But yeah, they have three games on Academy, uh, three Academy games on Monday. Uh, remember that uh, Perks interview. I, no, no, it wasn't Perks. It was a Crumbs interview that that we were kind of reviewing two episodes yeah. ago, where he was talking about Academy and promoting and, it more. Yeah, promoting it yeah. more. Like this is a great way to do that, man. Kind of giving it its almost its own night, right? Because like on Saturday, yeah. Sunday, it used to just be like, oh, early in the morning, uh, you know, Academy <laughs> games would be on. Nobody's watching that shit. But giving it its own spotlight on a Monday, that's uh, that's a pretty cool thing. So yeah, yeah man, li- let us know what you think in the comments about a- Academy. I mean, a lot of people could care less. So it, it is it is what it is, but it's good to see them getting getting more stuff out. Yeah, and I want to touch on that just for a second. Um, I know a lot of people aren't as big into Academy, and they think, well, it's like, you know, watching, like, amateur football compared to, like, or, you know, it's not the same, or it doesn't have the same feeling. But those are the, the next. Those are the guys that come up next. That's the next in line to be on the LCS stage. So without support or people showing them a little bit of love, then – they might lose the drive or the, the Academy League might not be around because the viewership's too low or, you know, it's just good for us to get out and watch, even if it's not our favorite team. I mean, if your favorite team has an Academy League, why wouldn't you watch it and support when, like, for me, double if gets knocked out, I want to know who's going to fill in for his shoes. Mm. You know what I mean? I think that's interesting to see. All right, my favorite player's gone. He's retired. So who's going to fill in next? Yeah, if they, could, if they could highlight these players too and, like, make them more – uh, like kind of bring their brand up. I know, I know that doesn't come from uh, LCS and it doesn't come from Riot. It comes more from these teams kind of featuring their academy players. But if you could do that instead of people pretty much just wanting uh, imports for their teams. Like I feel like we care at this point more about imports than we do about academy players. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see. That, 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 that's definitely big uh, as far as NA is concerned. But uh, tell me about this spring playoff format too because there's a, a little bit of that in there. So – I'm not sure if it changed from what they had as like last year's or years before. Um, they did release a whole format for how it's going to be when we get to the playoffs. So I'm, I'm excited that they actually let us know like, okay, well, if you're third, you're going against that guy and you could see your, your matchup before it ever happens. I know they released it like the week of, you can know, but this actually lets you know that you can get halfway through the season and just kind of mm. see where you're going to fall. So I think it's really cool that they actually released the actual playoff schedule and let you see it early enough to do it. So, so what what was the seeding before? Like, how did that work? It just it, it didn't have like a set seed. I'm not honestly. I have no idea. I don't think. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Obviously, you want like first to go against like third or fourth. You don't want to put like first and second versus each yeah, other, third and fourth. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's always been the same idea. But this gives you a guaranteed look at what's going to happen. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's perfect. And then there's some summer playoff format here as well. I don't know how that that kind of changes as we go along, but for the most part, I mean, obviously that the big news is that they're adding those Monday night games. So uh, that should be interesting to, to to watch on a Monday night when when you when you usually would have to wait till the, the next weekend after those Sunday games. So yeah, yeah, man, definitely. Yeah, cool. So we got uh we got LCS uh news. Obviously, that's going down. But let's get into the patch notes. Patch notes are always freaking huge uh when they come out so we've got the first patch of the new season set is not released is that is that what i'm hearing he's like out but disabled right now so whatever that means what like the he's heck? there he's just disabled so 
Okay. Um, yeah. We went on riot, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) He's there. It's like, okay. Yeah. So we got, so the patch notes really, I mean, there's, there's obviously as they, as it comes out, there's a ton of like smaller nerfs and smaller buffs, but for the most part, I think, uh, Silas was the big one that got, got, uh, touched on uh, as you and you can get on there since you you do play that jungle role you do play Silas so you can touch on that but uh, other than that I think Aphelios got his his burst damage decrease on his ultimate um, Nami got some some uh, a small little buff here but uh, yeah let's let's run through these uh, to start with Silas I've since the champion was dropped I was like in love you know it's like I like this this play style like the idea the concept behind the champion is really neat um then he was pretty strong he was kind of busted but then they actually put the whole fucking hammer down his throat and he was worthless so it's kind of good to see him giving him some love back they're trying to cut him out of the jungle as much as it hurts me they're trying to get him back into a lane and more uh mid lane oriented champion so i guess we'll see how that goes i've played him jungle twice this season so far since this patch and you know it's kind of like one win, one loss. So we'll see how it turns out yeah. toward the end of the season, whether or not it made that big of an impact or if they were able to push you out of the jungle. Um, so early base stats were, were obviously decreased. That's that's what we're talking about when we're talking about having him not be in the jungle because early yeah. base stats really influence how you play in the jungle. Is that uh, just, yeah. just school me on that. Yeah, I, even like the last couple of games, I realized like I do my camps and by the time I get to my second buff, I'm like out of pots, got to try to smite it and then kite it out with 10 health. And it's like, Jesus Christ, you can feel it. But I think if you path correctly and maybe I haven't figured it out yet, but maybe you can still do it. But it's definitely a lot harder on the early stages. Like once you get your first jungle item, the little machete or whatever, you're fine. But before then, it feels terrible. So gotcha. I can definitely feel it. Okay, and Silas found his way into the uh, the Warrior cinematic that came out this season cinematic, which we'll talk about it here in a second. Uh, yeah, there there were a couple support items that did get uh, a couple buffs. Uh, obviously, like base health regen was added to the Relic Shield. I've got it right in front of me. Targon's Buckler got the the. It's going to be now fifty percent, and then once it becomes Bulwark, uh, ability power actually goes down. So a couple like early game uh, buffs there. Uh, before it gets upgraded into the the final item there, and then you said something about spell thieves as well, correct? Yeah, I mean spell thieves was kind of the same thing as with the relic shield. They just cut it basically, like so the end game item isn't so crazy. Like sixty AP for a support item is kind of nuts. Like yeah, a lot of the items you get as a mid laner have like seventy. So, so true. Christ. But I think I mean I guess that's cool. It, you might feel it later on, but a lot of the supports probably won't notice it. Fifteen AP. For like a Nami or something, really isn't gonna mean that much. Mm-hmm. Um, they did cut the health down by 50 on Relic at the, on the uh, shard of the True Eyes, the end of it. Um, but you get 100% mana regen, so I mean, yeah, we're gonna have to deal with a bunch of cancer spamming. Yeah, it looks like Shyvana got a little bit of a buff too, as it, as it comes to uh, Dragon. So just reading from the patch notes here, gains resistance when slaying Elder Dragon, Fury gains increased in lieu of Ultimate CDR when slaying Cloud Drakes. Uh, so more more buff on her being an actual dragon killer uh, yeah. as it as it comes to the game. So I, I kind of like that. Um, yeah, kind of added in lore to it in a way. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, uh, there there wasn't too many. Uh, yeah, Silas was the main one there, as well as those support items. Mordekaiser, I guess, is getting. Uh, is getting a little bit of a, a, a nerf here. It says, for a juggernaut, Mordekaiser's too hard to get away from and kite. That coupled with his synergy with Rylays makes it difficult to escape from him. So they're kind of uh, kind of nerfing their, his chase down there. So 
yeah. just a little bit. But yeah, other than that, man, nothing too crazy as as season ten rolls around. We'll see. You know, usually a week two weeks after the the patch gets released, we'll go back and look at the stats for, for how that affected the win rates for each champ. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it there. Sorry. So, yep, that's, I mean, that's the base of it. I mean, you could go on and on about every little minuscule thing, but the ones that really matter, I think we covered pretty well there. Um, but as far as the cinem- cinematic goes, Silas. <laughs> Silas and Kaisa, boy, uh, two main tricks, right? So it's kind of hype to see them in that aspect of that form where they get that kind of a shine in a video that looked actually really damn good, may I say so myself. Um, yeah, well, I have it playing here for the for the guys watching right now, but I'm sure everyone's seen it up to this point. But yeah, yeah. a ton of good cinematics have come out in the in like the past year, so I'm not surprised. I mean, by this at this point, they could uh, they can make a movie, but tears showing up here. Tear the yeah. tear the goddess is showing up as is showing up. I like that. Uh, a shit ton of spiders. Which is that? A, is that like an Elise? Is that a call to Elise? I'm or? not sure if that's like Elise or like a Malzahar passive Malzahar. or something. It'd probably be a Malzahar. I'm not sure. Yeah. Then we got then we got Silas making his. I knew right when I saw this that you were gonna like the cinematic just based on that <laughs> Silas. Uh, you know, showing up. He just so. walks in like what up with the new Frailyord skin on and stuff, man. That's hype. Look at that. <laughs> Dude's chilling, grabbing chains. Some of the cinematic kind of like pisses me off though, because we got like Vi getting hooked, uh, getting like ultimate hooked by Urgot, and then like taking off the glove and like, oh okay, that counters. So, uh, but like a couple <laughs> other things, like that doesn't make any sense. But that's, hey, at that's least her new QSS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got QSS. That you could say that, I guess. Yeah, I'm looking at it now, man. That was it was a it, again like nothing much to say here, but it was a cool cinematic. Uh, I hope they continue to keep coming out with these. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think, I think, let me, let me see. Kate is a, in the cinematic that I'm looking at right now. Kate's about to snipe. Let's see if she actually hits it. So she aims top right and hits him in the left shoulder. So I don't know. But sniping, sniping. She accounted uh, for bullet drop, duh. Oh, yeah, true, true. <laughs> no. She don't miss. But Ergot, Ergot yeah. makes an appearance. This is, this is a pretty cool cinematic, man. But we'll, we'll move on to the next thing here. Uh, we've got tips on climbing. So we do have that in the thumbnail. Uh, we have, uh, you know, talked about this in the past, but never formally. So tips on climbing, maybe your bronze, maybe your, you know, silver, gold, what have you. If you're, if you're plat, you know, we're, we're hanging around there with you. Uh, this is the first time I've thrown up, uh, our actual stats, uh, for you guys to see. So uh, I don't know how happy, uh, D here is with, with his platform being made made public. (laughs) And I got plat too. I just tanked and suck at life, so we'll get diamond this season. Yeah, if you're sweating real hard, you get you get plat two. Uh, I think the highest I've reached was high plat three. So you know, a couple couple uh, depending on who you talk to, uh, we're either high rank, low rank, what have you. But anyways, getting out of bronze, getting out of if you're iron, we really can't help you out. Uh, But uh, getting out of bronze, getting out of uh, silver and, and gold, let's go through some tips on how exactly you know you think they can get out of the the those elos. Stop trying to fight when you don't have to. Everybody feels like it's just like, like if if you watch, like there's streamers that like stream just bronze random spectates or whatever. You can just see like they're always trying to force something when it's unnecessary or when like 10 seconds from a dragon spawn, they're like, let me flash under the tower for a dive like you're Xavier or something. And it's just like, it's just so unnecessary fighting when you could calculate it down to be like, okay, if I push these five minions and then 
do a little bit of a trade and then rotate, we still have full health and the fight is a lot more likely to happen rather than taking unfair trades and then giving up objectives. Yeah, the biggest thing the biggest thing I would probably say, uh, and and it goes along with your point, but allowing teammates to carry you is super important in bronze and silver, even gold. Um, and and as you go on, uh, what happens is, is is if you're low elo and you're kind of stuck there, it most likely has to do with you dying uh, a good amount of times, as opposed to you like not being able to carry. It's it's yeah. more about not dying than it is getting kills at the low elo. If you can just go even in your lane. What you're doing, you're just playing odds there. So uh, a lot of times, if you can clean up the amount of deaths you have uh, and not just like try to carry each game and not go YOLO uh, always and just being able to ward and all of these things, if you make yourself uh, like a defensive player first and then as you get better, become more aggressive, that's the way I've seen uh, that you can easily get yourself out of, uh, you know, silver and gold uh, or bronze. Yeah, to second that, it's just you got to learn how to lose gracefully. You don't have to 1v9 every game. You gotta, if it's a losing matchup or if he got the early trade off, just back up. Wait for your jungle. If he never comes, don't flame him. That's not gonna help. Yeah, don't. Just, just wait. Just, just wait. Pay, play it safe. Learn how to farm under the tower. Learn how to CS properly under tower. Learn how to keep your tribush warded because you're pushed back top lane. So you're not gonna be able to be ganked then. Or are they gonna dive you if that happens? I mean, you, there's not much you can really do at that point. But don't just brainlessly push in a losing matchup where you know that the enemy jungle might be up there because you're an easy kill so it's all about being aware of matchups being aware of trades being aware of minion manipulation so if they're like holding that minion way back there's more than likely trying to get you to walk up for mm -hmm. a jungle gank or just because they know they can go all in so it's just being aware of your situation and wherever you're at in the play yeah flaming is is definitely a hot topic if, if you're, you. yeah, if you, yeah yeah and I, I we were playing this morning and i said listen 2020 resolution league i'm not quitting not that i was doing that a ton before so i'm not gonna like surrender at you know 25 minutes when it's kind of a winnable game or at all that's gonna be i'm i'm taking a hard stance here but no no quitting no flaming that's my resolution write it in stone that's what we're doing Guys, I'll, I'll hold him to it. I promise. So we got we got Ray here in the chat. It says, oh, and he says it's always the jungler, never me. So true. That's, <laughs> pull up the meme. True. Pull up the meme. <laughs> hold on. What is it? What is the meme on YouTube? Like what? What is it even called? It's like just better jungler. Yeah, better jungler, better jungler wins, wins with the crabs. Game. With the crabs. Yeah, oh, there's game. a ton, dude. But now nah, this is my favorite. Yeah, here we go. Every game ever. I, I don't know how you could play jungle to be honest because you literally have to you know if if i feel like you could get away with going even in other lanes but if you're just not participating in the game as a jungler you're gonna get you're gonna get flamed super hard so hard flame the whole game yeah yeah but yeah. so so we touched on those tips man like being able to as you said like not what well, what was the main point you were making just not inting for your for kills and understanding yeah. your position in lane and yeah, just basically that. That exactly. But also knowing if you if you're at a disadvantage in your lane and your laner decides okay, he's not going to let me kill him, so I'm going to roam. If you don't follow or push, then you're literally AFK wasting time. They're getting advantages, you got nothing. If your lane teleports bot, you don't have teleport so you can't follow. Don't AFK under your tower and last hit. You hard shove, get tower plates, get pressure top lane and make that guy come back sooner. After that, then you have Pryo. You can rotate for like a Rift Herald or something, but don't just AFK last hitting once your laner's out of your lane. 
Yeah. What's the biggest? So I, before I get to that question, I would agree with that. Nothing tilts us more than seeing like a, a laner freeze his lane while the, his, his guys like mid we're talking top now. Cause we don't really play too much top. Yeah. So usually like it's a top or mid laner and you're like, dude, you got to push into tower. You got to get some plates. Cause if you go plates, maybe it's even. So, yeah. um, yeah, like they said, I won't flame. I get it. If you if you don't have teleport to follow up, I get it. Okay, yeah. we shouldn't have been there. Maybe we should have cleared the ward. But in the same sense, you have to make the best of that situation now that he's not there to stop you. So yeah, and the last tip that I'll probably give is that I think vision is like attaining uh like vision advantage is so important at low elos because people play out of position and take one or two steps more than they should. The yep. lower elo you go. So if you can get vision advantage and you have like uh um you know a champion with kill potential you can really turn a game fairly easily like you or, or just snowball a game because you're literally you have vision they come up they're face checking there's way more face checking that goes yeah. on at low elo so you can get that uh you know uh vision advantage around dragon as it spawns or something like that that's super important but what is something when you first started playing league that you wish you knew uh that you know now i know i'm putting you on the spot that's not that's not something we uh, talked about no. before but um, honestly, pick two, three champions and get good. Don't play every champion in the game. If I would have known, like, okay, if I get God tier at, like, these three champions in the mid lane and just one trick them, they can never ban me out, more than likely. No one's going to ban all three of your one tricks, right? Learn how to play those champions. I see people, like, spamming a different champion every other day, and it's like, where is the mastery coming at? Like, when when do you get good at that champion? If you play him for three games, decide that you don't like him. Okay, I get that. But when you find a champion that you do like, stick to it. Mm -hmm. Like, stick to a couple of champions, get good at them, and master them. Because jumping around and being, like, say you play until you're level 200, you're silver 3, 75 LP, and your one trick gets banned out, right? Say you're a fucking one trick rumble or something. Your one trick gets banned out, so you don't know what to play top, and then you randomly lock in something you don't know. But if you had two other champions to pick, then you could have a safe pick or a casual pick to play that you're not maybe not one v nine on, but you can at least sustain and like wait until it's your time. And I think it has a lot to do with people like not knowing what they don't know, right? Like if you're a new player, you don't even know that you need to know macro. Like you, you just you're focused on your lane. I'm focused on one on one. I need to be this yeah. this guy. But once you start getting better at a champ, what happens is like the game opens up, right? Like. Like it's it, it's like any sport. Like if you're if you're playing basketball and, and you start to know like dribbling becomes something that's that's you know like second nature to you. Yeah. Now you can start looking at the actual game as opposed to figuring out oh shit like I can't dribble past this guy he's gonna steal the ball. Now the game opens up and that's how league works. Like if you can yeah. and to Dalton's point like if you can get one champion that you're really good at that where you're just automatic now the game opens up you can start seeing more shit than just focusing on not inting as this new champ yep definitely so i mean those are our tips man I, oh, i'd love to hear from you guys in the chat man like the, as we go forward i know this is like the third episode but as we go forward this we want this to be super interactive we obviously have an audio version but youtube uh being able to have that chat you guys leave leaving comments that's awesome because that's what we're trying to do so yep. the, the next this is like a new, uh, this is like a new segment here that we're gonna try. Uh, if it if it goes well, we'll keep going. But we've got the weekly re from from Prodigy here, so let's see what you Ask got. Me. Guys, first of all, you losing your lane. Sometimes it's my fault, but it's not always the jungle's fault. 
that tilts me out of my brain. If if you push up and the enemy jungle sees that and ganks you, but you're shoved into their fuck tower, I don't expect you to flame me. I'm like, okay, so he knew he was pushed up past the midway point, no wards. He knew the enemy jungle could gank, but he's under the tower and he's like, why didn't you gank? <laughs> I'm gonna dive level two. What's going on? Hello? Nah. Mm. First of all, second of all, figure it out. Don't just insta flame. Like if 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 you see him bot lane getting scuttled looking for a dragon, then don't flame. He was trying to make a play on the opposite side of the map because maybe he had tracking on where the enemy jungle was, so he knew that was the proper play to get an objective rather than track him up there because he knew you're an idiot. Okay, moving on. Riot. You cannot tell me we're about to start this season in 15 days, and the elder dragon is still a thing. So true. I'm waiting. Riot? Yeah. Figure it out. There's no fucking way that that goes through to LCS. There's no way that goes through to Pro Play. Pro Play. That's just over. Like, what? Every game is over at Elder. Okay. There's no. There's no comeback potential. Nah, you, bro. you know what? Out. You know what's gonna show that? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna interrupt the the weekly read here. But you know. You know what's gonna show that is the win. You know how we we've got the stats there, and it's like win rate after whoever gets first in Hib or whoever gets mm -hmm. first Tower, or whoever gets Baron. The win rate after Elder Dragon is probably gonna be like. It's gotta be like 98 percent. It's gotta yep. be. It's gotta yep. be. Definitely. It's probably like yeah. It's gotta be it nuts. Like it's, you had four AFKs maybe, and then you don't win with it. <laughs> it's just that be. one it's... guy that loses the game after he gets elder. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, I honestly want to let people know that if you play Garen in any elo, then you're actually a sweaty retard. Sorry, <laughs> but you if you play that champion and feel good about yourself. Nah, I have no respect. Same with Alawi, Ray. I feel like Alawi, there's ways to counter Alawi, though. Like, if you have some type of... What, play Mordekaiser? <laughs> that's, that's, counter. <laughs> that's a counter, dude. That is a goddamn counter. You have, all like, these, you have all these tentacles set up. He just pulls you in. Everything's gone. I mean, I have a little bit more respect for Alawi, but Garen, nah, dude. Nah, 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 nah. Go full crit Garen and E into a team and just melt the whole thing at once. I'm out. I can't handle it. And for an AD carry, that's like the most frightening thing in the universe, ever. And my last and a thing, lot of... final thing. God. When crypto doesn't buy items at the beginning of games, it makes me want to freak out. <laughs> How the many times have I done that in one game? Of every game, every game we've ever played, the fundamental beginning thing, the first thing you do is buy an item and leave the Nexus. Guys, I did this one time. And I did, did it like six times in one v ones. In one v ones, because I I want to get to that bush and I want to get I want to. Okay, I'll take that. I will. Oh, oh, oh Ray's in the chat now, uh, spamming chat. But anyways, that happened one time, dude. It happened one time yeah, but, in actual and that, it... play, and it's because I was playing Thresh and that I wanted to get to that. But it's all about the bush. If there's like a, if we're chilling, if we're like not doing anything, I'm buying items. But if if we have to get to some tri bush or some something somewhere, I might not buy items. It, it, Shoot me. It was just one of those games where it was like a Kate, Kate what Mundo. And I'm just like, oh my god, he just backed and it's one v two and I'm fucked. You want me to stay? I, I do something. As soon as they saw you come out without eyes, they're like, "Okay, this guy's trolling." They but probably no. didn't. They probably didn't know till they they warded that bush and, and saw me TP back. But <laughs> point taken. I get it. I won't do it again. 
we'll keep a, we'll keep a tally. I've done that once in like the past year, so let's let's keep a let's keep a low tally. But that is the weekly re. I appreciated that content. I think we'll do that next time. Uh, without further ado, we will get into LCS now. So uh, we actually worked out something with one of our uh, one of our uh, I guess friends like one of our friends yeah, one who of our boys. yeah one of our boys essentially that that follows the lpl follows the lck uh, and he's going to come on probably like every month we'll see how it goes this is obviously something that's that we're doing organically so we'll see how it grows but yeah. uh, he's gonna have lck lpl news for you guys but uh, for the most part we're gonna stay within lcs see what we can do so lcs news uh we're gonna start with tl uh, I'm going to move them down to the bottom next episode because I'm tired of covering them first. <laughs> but uh, what is the news from what is the news from Tielma? Well, as far as the um, visas and issues go, it is the same as last time. Same as last week. Still got the problems. Still don't know who we're going to have. Still haven't announced anything officially. But there is rumor, and maybe it's just a meme, that Poe Belter has, since he's the assistant coach, has made his first coaching decision to try to put himself into the jungle. I personally think it's a meme, but it, what if it does happen? It's something that would be insane, right? Like he gets kicked off a of TL for Jensen, comes back as an assistant coach, and then all of a sudden they don't have a jungle, and Pobalter goes from mid laner to notorious POB in the jungle. And he, and I'm gonna show, I'm gonna show this video real quick. But uh, Liquid put out this video with an overlay <laughs> of Pobelter talking. Uh, you guys can so see what you I'm want. I'm really excited to announce that Pobelter will be a jungler for Team Liquid, and we're gonna explore this together. <laughs> I ended up speaking with Kane and Dodo and Michael, and we came to the conclusion like he could be an amazing jungler, right? Like he's attractive. <laughs> He knows the game. He's and respected by jungle. the laner and jungler. Like, jungler. He just says jungler, jungler over and over. So uh, that was that was a funny little bit from the Liquid team. It will be interesting to see if if Poe Belter get get uh, get into that jungle role. I mean, has he ever even touched that role? Probably in solo queue. But I mean, look at G two. They swapped everyone everywhere. So maybe maybe we're trying to get some tips here. Well, they're they're in a similar position of running through pretty much every team uh, in their in their uh, league. So uh, I guess they could get away with you know Poe Belter. The the thing that I'm more concerned with right now with TL is like, and I asked you this pre podcast, like where are they even practicing together? Like what is the situation with? I mean, I guess the core people are playing. They probably play like he probably like they play together somehow. Like can't can't they play together on like the Riot server? Yeah, so I mean, maybe they maybe they invite Broxa to play over Voicecom since he's still over there. As far as I, I mean, I'm assuming obviously like maybe they have Kane on the comms with like Broxa on there and all the rest of the team, so maybe they can get that as far as synergy. But it's still not the same as everyone sitting there in the facility running through all the gameplay and running back scrims and commentating. So we'll see. Um, I mean, other, I mean, other than that, there's no other real option, right? They just don't practice. <laughs> Dude, there's I'm not uh, sure. I think they can still get away with it. Obviously, uh, they they are a strong team and they will continue to be. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do, man. Uh, we got hundred thieves here. Did, did you have anything else, Team Liquid? Uh, no. As far as we can tell, everything's the same. They're still trying to figure it out, and POB is memeing. So we'll see. <laughs> That's the off season for you. Uh, <laughs> we got we got hundred thieves. Uh, they put out another video uh, that kind of covered their boot camp in Copenhagen a little bit more. Uh, so basically, uh, obviously if you weren't here the last episode, uh, the team went over to Copenhagen, uh, because our general manager, um, God damn it. Why do I always blank on this guy's name? 
I'm losing it. Anyways, this video this showed Zix when Zix was not. Oh, it was Papa Smithy. So I just Papa hit Smithy. me. Yeah. So Papa Smithy <laughs> is obviously the general manager of Hundred Thieves. Uh, basically, he has ties to that area. He's done. Uh, you know, uh, he's done boot camps there before apparently, or just knows that area really well. Uh, so hundred thieves has been over there for, uh, or at least was over there for like two weeks doing this boot camp. And this was the first look at Zix. Uh, he didn't, they, they had a previous video where they talked about, uh, they talked about what they were doing over there and Zix didn't make an appearance. And I was like yeah. asking you, I was like, where the hell is Zix? Like their coach should be there if they're out of boot camp. And this was the first look, uh, at our new coach after uh Prawley. So, um, it was an interesting look also to see like some of the players, they're all getting along. Uh, it seems like really well, uh, specifically Cody's son and stunt like, Co like, yeah. so it came out in that video that they're actually best friends. So you have a bot lane where the synergy is going to be off the charts. So it, in, you know, I don't know how you, would you necessarily like say synergy yeah. What, what is the definition of synergy? Is it that, okay, we're really good friends and, and you know. It's like, almost like I, I refer it to like when me and B play a bot. Like we may not win every single game, but we could say like two words the entire game and we both know what we're going to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we both know the next person's move before they do it. Got it. So so, it, so you could technically say that like you couldn't prove that they have synergy right now. They're, they're, they're good friends, which means they're probably like to Zick's point, one of the things that he's making them do while they're over there is, not and you can't really do that when you don't know the area uh is like they're all staying together so staying together builds that camaraderie and yeah. to, and what zix was saying was like when you actually like your teammates you're less likely to flame which yeah, is a pretty right? st pretty standard uh well, what's our problem yeah exactly you know, we're just <laughs> assholes but uh so he was saying that it, it, you know getting them over there having them around each other that's going to lead to more team synergy and not just bot lane synergy so yeah, uh, I've had a good time. Well, I'm uh, like hundred thieves does a great job of, of, you know, showcasing what's going on with their team. So, uh, yeah, yeah unlike FlyQuest. Yeah. I mean, we, we've all, <laughs> yeah, everybody's got issues, uh, their own issues. FlyQuest. Yeah. That's the true, true, true. Nobody know what the fuck's going on over there. They don't put out no videos, <laughs> no, no messages. They just do it. And it's like, okay, this is what's happening. Cool. So we've got the next, the next, uh, one after here, uh, after hundred thieves going to be cloud nine. Uh, so they touched on their academy roster, and I'll read it out here. So basically, it's going to be top uh, in the. And this is academy, not the obviously starting LCS roster. So it's going to be Fudge in top, uh, Inori jungler, Palafox mid, King ADC, and support is going to be Diamond. Uh, so you know, obviously, like we'll we'll see these as they come out. Uh, I don't know exactly. Uh, I'm the only names at... I've ever even heard of was Diamond and Inori, so I'm not sure on that roster how good it's going to turn out. Yeah, I mean, it looks like Fudge, uh, it says here that he recently played at the World's Playing Stage, so uh, it should, okay. uh, you know, the, the Academy is going to continue to get better, and we'll, we'll see, you know, what they do as far as promoting their, their talent. So uh, it looks like they've got some good players, uh, but yeah, this was just a quick announcement about Cloud9. Did you see anything that uh, you wanted to cover there? Not as far as Cloud Nine knows. I mean, I mean, you still got Sneaky posting uh, his uh, weirdo picics, so that's always fun to see. <laughs> Other yeah, well, than that, not really. Yeah, that was a super interesting. I don't, I don't even know what Sneaky Sneaky's taking the year off. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I think he's still on Cloud Nine, but I'm pretty sure he's just like streaming or something. Gotcha. Now. I'm taking up that streaming role. Yeah. Taking up that model role. That was a super yeah. weird ass pick, man. I'm not even <laughs> gonna pull that up. Uh, yeah, it says that Nori actually uh, was found in scouting grounds. 
so do you know the process behind scouting grounds? I've heard a ton of players actually come from that. Uh, well, go ahead. not really. I think it's it's like a tournament, basically, right? Like scouting grounds. Let me look it up real quick. It's. I mean, as far as I've ever heard, it was just a way for them to get in and show showcase like what they can do, like the top people. You okay. Know, see, like, like I think they take all the challenger players maybe and do like the scouting grounds for it. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, we'll we'll take a look and and bring it up next time. But I don't know the actual format of what what scouting grounds. You know what like what the day-to-day -day is with scouting grounds. So uh, other than that, we've got uh, Dignitas uh, before we close out the L L LCS. Honestly, tough time right before the season starts. I mean, we don't have a ton of news to, to cover. So we'll talk to we'll talk about this LCS edition or uh, Dignitas edition, and then we'll pretty much finish up LCS, man. Yeah, um, so for 2020, Dignitas has got themselves invert. He was also the former coach or head coach of FlyQuest. Um, he's joining them as an assistant coach. He's joining Dignitas as an assistant coach. Um, the first LCS team he ever had was OG, Rock Solid, and Dignitas squad back in the day. So he's back on Dignitas after them being out of the league for so long. And, I mean, they got themselves a pretty cool roster, so we'll see what he can help and maybe get Honey to stop running it down after 10 minutes. So. Well, they paid all that money for him, so hopefully they yeah, did. Dude, he better pop off, dude. bro, dude. <laughs> Three mil for him? He better fucking go ham. Especially with the – so we talked about it last episode, but Johnson is actually not very experienced at all. I think He's a he, who? Dude, he might have he actually come from scouting grounds. I don't know exactly. I think he literally played like four games total uh, yeah. last season. And, uh, yeah. and I did read up scouting grounds is – based on solo queue players and there's an underground circuit that you can bring and go through. So it's basically just trying to find underground talent to showcase. You know, who came from there was uh, that top laner from FlyQuest, the, uh, the, the ribbon man. Who am I thinking of Viper? Yeah. Viper came from scouting grounds. I'm almost positive. He was like, Oh, he was like one trick in his way through challenger hey, pretty much, lit. And, uh, and came up through scouting grounds. So, that's pretty much, uh, you know, finishing for LCS. One of the things I really want to do this season, uh, and we'll get a couple of boys together and do this, but esports.1 is a company that's running a fantasy league this year. It looks like it's in beta. Like it, the, the platform's not out, but I applied for it via like uh, an email, uh, and we'll get a couple guys together. Hopefully we can throw up like rankings throughout the season, but playing fantasy league of legends would, would, uh, be pretty dope. And I, I, think, I think that'd be type as hell. Yeah, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna try to get a team together, so uh, or, or a squad together to play uh, fantasy league. But other than that, man, uh, not much. Uh, we'll obviously get the LPL, LCK, pretty much like all foreign uh, leagues. We'll we'll have uh, our buddy come in and introduce himself, and and he'll yeah. you know, cover the foreign league news for us. Yeah, I'm uh, excited that we got that out of the way and got him talking to. So. I mean, we don't have to try to make up content that we don't know nothing about. I like trying to be authentic, you know? I don't want to just just talk and talk and talk about nothing. Yeah. So if we can get someone in here that actually understands it, knows it, and can be way more informative, then that's great for us and the viewers. Yeah, I think, like, learning about the leagues through the, through him is going to be great, honestly. Because yeah, I don't – again, like you touched on it, we don't know much about LPL and LCK and the move. And, and they play it – like literally midnight or 4 a.m. Yeah, they morning, play like, like 4 a.m., 5 a.m. because yeah. it's like 7 o'clock at night over there. So exactly. Yeah, 
and even for me it'll be kind of like what we're doing where i get to learn from him what he knows about that and pick it up and keep it going love it love it so that's that's pretty much it for this episode man the one question i had for you i told you my uh league uh season 10 uh kind of uh, new year resolution uh for me was not running it not not running it down that wasn't one but you know, <laughs> uh, i'll add that in there but uh, i don't really do that anyways so i don't know you know anyways it, it was to not flame and not quit what is your season 10 resolution there are we trying to be reasonable or can i be unreasonable both give me both okay my unreasonable one is not to lose a smite fight this season when it comes to barons or dragons I'm pretty good at it, but it happens. And, you know, it happens in LCS, so I don't get that mad. Second of all, to not play solo duo with anybody. I got to try to stay true to it. I think it screws your MMR when you play solo duo with a duo all the time. It just puts you, like, I feel like, I don't know if it's even true, but I feel like it ruins your MMR playing duo Q. So I'm going to try to do that throughout the whole season without giving in to somebody's wanting help. But um, other than that, no. We're going to get this flex team to diamond too. Yeah, so you'll be playing flex with like all of us and then playing solo duo by yourself, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By myself, solo dolo, and then I'll run with the boys on the flex team and maybe we can pick them up and you know, carry them across the finish line. It, you know look, it looks like Dalton's getting getting bothered there a little bit. What do you, What's going on at the at the household? You're, uh... Uh, my uh, little brother just walked in. So Gotcha. We're live. Can't you see it? Hey, dude, we're live on national television here. Absolutely, man. All of you out there, we appreciate you guys, you know, following us for, for a little while. We're going to keep getting better at these. I think, you know, as we do more episodes together, we're going to, you know, get that team synergy up, as they say. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll continue to make these better for you. Let us know how you think we can improve these. What do you want to hear about when it comes to league? What do you want to hear about when it comes to LCS? Uh, just everything, man. We're we're trying to we're trying to grow this grow this uh, league channel uh, for you guys, not just us. So we appreciate all the all the love we got last time. And again, the guys that commented last week on the format, let us know what you think. What what might need to tweak now that you've seen it through all the way through. See how you like it. Um, give us some feedback. We appreciate it, guys. Absolutely. And uh, we're I think we're getting off to to go play some league. So we'll see you guys later. Uh, we'll see you on the other side of 10.1 patch. All of the above, man. Uh, League's coming soon. LCS coming soon. Thanks for coming by, guys. Later.